0: hello everyone I'm Fiona so this is my third attempt to recording this podcast episode because the other two times I either like somehow deleted it or I made a really big mistake and I didn't know how to fix it so I'm just gonna try and it's late where I live right now and I'm just gonna record it and get out hopefully because it needs to be said it's kind of an outdated story this actually happened like a month and a half ago, I believe, but the point I'm trying to get across is always relevant and important, so I'm going to go on with it anyways. So I'm going to be talking about telling the story of the time that I was called homophobic, and then I'm going to touch on what the LGBTQ plus group means when they call someone homophobic, then what- we're gonna dive into the actual definitions of the word homophobic and like dig into the deep roots of the word and what it actually means because surprise surprise they're wrong (laughs) and then i'm gonna read some bible verses that apply to identifying with this group and i i think that it's always the right thing to go to the word and see what god has to say about anything and everything because he is the truth and that's where we can find truth Ah, oh, so now the story of the time I was called homophobic. Long story short, I used to be the owner and manager of this online fan base. It was like a group of fans for this. I'm trying not to expose people and stuff for this band of boys. And someone had posted a Photoshopped image of two of the boys kissing. And obviously, I don't agree with LGBTQ plus stuff. And I was like, yeah, this has got to go. But instead of deleting it right away, I, I went to the other staff and I said, since our server is mostly consisting of children, of people under the age of 13, I don't think it's appropriate for us to be introducing them to gay stuff. I don't think that's appropriate of us. I don't think all parents would appreciate that. And we're supposed to be a safe space online, and I told them, I think we need, we need to take it down, not I think, we do need to take it down, and a few of the, my cat just walked in the room, and it scared me so bad, <laughs> okay, a few of the, the staff didn't agree with me, like my views, but they understood what I was saying, and they were fine with taking it down, so I deleted it, and then I went in private to the person who posted it, and I told them why we were deleting it, and they said, you know what? I also don't agree with your, your views on that stuff, but I understand what you're saying, and I'm fine with you that you delete it. Okay, so we moved on, all right? Whatever, it was whatever, a thing in the past. A month later, I get a message from somebody else in that server, and they started calling me homophobic a few times, and I was so confused. I was like, where, where is this coming from? Why are you calling me this? I don't, what? And and they had a screenshot of that private message that I sent to that person. I have no idea how they got that to this day. But I didn't really, resp- I, I didn't really like show my view on how I'm not homophobic. I didn't want to get into that. I think this person was kind of mad. So I was kind of just like, whatever. And I moved on. But yeah, I was called homophobic, and um, surprise, surprise, I didn't go cry in my room over this, because it doesn't bother me or offend me, and it should be like that for everyone, because it's not hurtful, especially when you find out that when they say the word homophobic, they don't even know what they mean by it, alright? So first, let's talk about what they do mean by it. They haven't done any research, they just made up the word, pretty much, okay? So when I looked at the word homophobic on Google, the first link that came up was to this website called Odyssey and someone had submitted this article and it was saying, if you're homophobic, you are extremely rude and do not agree with somebody's sexuality and you're putting them down or offending people of the LGBTQ plus group. Okay, next definition was from Planned Parenthood and they said someone who's homophobic is harassing or discriminating against people who identify or wait should I say people or just those who identify with the LGBTQ plus group and this includes the fear or hatred and discomfort with or mistrust of lesbians, gays, bisexuals, (sighs) etc. Okay so first Notice how they say it's the harassment or discrimination against those people. Well, harassment isn't a light, fluffy word, right? There's a difference between being rude to someone and harassing them. So when you look up the word harassment on Google, there's two definitions, and it said well, the first is to irritate or torment persistently, or to make repeated attacks or raids on, for example, an enemy. Right? That's not that's not light. If someone's harassing you, that's not okay. If someone's being rude to you. You tell them to stop. But harassment? That's scary, right? Okay, so they're saying the harassment or discrimination against people with that group. Alright, well, let's talk about what the actual definition is. So, first, they have the word homosexual. A homosexual is someone who is attracted to the same s- sex. And according to the All Nations Christian Dictionary, they say a phobia, because homophobic, phobic is short for phobia phobia means a strong and lasting unusual or morbid fear of someone or something now if you're like well that's kind of a bias because she's a christian and you want a non-christian source here you go phobia an exaggerated usually an inexplicable and illogical fear of a particular object class of objects or situation that's from the merriam-webster dictionary which has um been around since 1828, so I'm going with their definition. Alright, so now that we're on the topic of phobias, what, what is a phobia? Let's have some examples of phobias. I've got three for you. Arachnophobia, which is the fear of spiders and other arachnids. Someone who has arachnophobia would get triggered and have a fearful response or an overwhelming fear and panic attack when they see an arachnid, such as a spider. All right. Acrophobia. This is the fear of heights. Someone with acrophobia might suffer from anxiety attacks. They might avoid high places such as bridges, towers and large buildings. Okay. Mysophobia, which is the excessive fear of germs and dirt. And this leads to to people engaging in extreme compulsive cleaning and hand washing and even avoiding things or situations perceived as dirty. As you can see, A phobia is the fear of something, not a harassment or discrimination against someone or something, right? So now that we know what phobia means, let me tell you what homo means. Originally, homo was from the Latin noun homo, meaning human being or man in the generic sense of human being or mankind. And I got that from Wikipedia if you want to check it out. Okay, so now that we got all that information, we know what homo means, and we know what phobic or phobia means. Let's put it together. If homo means man or mankind and human beings, and phobia means the fear of or dislike of something, then you get a homophobe, which is man or human being fear. Basically, the exaggerated or illogical fear of human beings or mankind. Well, that... That doesn't sound like any of the first descriptions that I read for the, homopho- for the word homophobic. You remember what they are saying? That it was the harassment or discrimination against people identifying with the LGBTQ plus group. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't, they don't, they don't, they're not similar. Okay, well, you might be thinking, well, that's not what they mean. And you are right. Generally, when people use the word homophobe, they change the word homo to mean part of the word homosexual or and this is from Google's definition a gay man but even then you can't change the word phobia right they can change the word homo because now they have their word homo or now they have their word homosexual so they can take homo from that word but you can't you cannot change what the word phobia means right so even if we stick with their definition of homo we now have homophobic, which is the morbid fear or dislike of homosexuals and gays. That's not... We we don't have a fear of homosexuals and gays. Right? If you're being called homophobic, it's not because you have a fear or dislike, really, of those people. Okay? I'm sure there's people out there who do harass those identifying with LGBTQ plus group. And are rude to them. I'm sure they're out there. There's always people like that. But the people being called homophobic are generally not harassing people for their sexuality. Right? And this is this is like the main point of what I want people to hear. We need to remember that it is okay to disagree with people and not be rude to them. This is the point that I was trying to make to the person calling me homophobic. I was like, look, we can still be friends even if we disagree on something very important. It doesn't have to get in the way of our relationship. And I think a way to point this out is I'm a Christian, so my faith is the center of my life. The reason I'm alive is to be the vessel for God to or for me to help make disciples of men, right? So through me, God will make disciples of men. And that's my job while I'm alive, to be the vessel. So if someone is being rude to me and calling me names as a Christian and making fun of Christians, I'm not going to be rude back. Because what is going to make them want to follow God if they think at some point, um, why would I want to be a Christian? This is how they treated me, right? They're not going to want to be a Christian. And it's the same for the LGBTQ plus group. It applies to them too. If someday in the future, I might realize that I should support them, the first thought that's going to come to my head is the names I've been called by them and the people who have been rude to me because I didn't agree with them. That's not going to make me want to support that group. My mind's not going to change. It's going to stay at that. I'm going to always remember that, right? And I think that that's just something they need to take in and realize. Anyways, next let's get to the Bible verses that talk about homosexuality and genders. So in Mark 10, verse 6 through 9, it says, but from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife And the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. So that's saying that God has only created male and female. It can't be changed. And that's the only gender that there is. Next in 1 Corinthians, I have a few verses. So 1st 9-11 through says, Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, "...nor idolaters, no, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers, will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, and you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and by the Spirit of our God." So first it's saying, these people that it listed, sexually moral men who practice homosexuality and thieves etc., will not inherit the kingdom of God. Also, most of the time when the Bible says men or man, just like we learned about the word homo, it's referring to mankind and humans. It's not specifically for the man, the male sex, right? And at the end in verse 11, it's saying that even if you did participate in these things, which we all sin... That if you ask for forgiveness and you repent of your sins, God will forgive you. And you will inherit into his kingdom. And then later in chapter 7, verse 2, it says, But because of the temptation to sexual immorality, each man shall have his own wife, and each woman shall have her own husband. I don't think gets much clearer than that. But in 1 Timothy, this is Paul's letter to Timothy. In verse 6, Through 11, it says, certain persons, it's talking about laws, and it says, certain persons by swerving from these have wandered away into vain discussion, desiring to be teachers of the law without understanding either what they are saying or the things about which they make confident assertions. Now we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully. Understanding this, that the law is not laid down for the just, but for the lawless and disobedient. For the ungodly and sinners, for the unholy and profane, for those who strike their fathers and mothers, for murderers, for the sexually immoral, men who practice homosexuality, enslavers, liars, prejurers, and whatever else is contrary to sound doctrine, in accordance with the gospel of the glory of the blessed God with which I have entrusted. I think I have one more in the letter of Jude, verse 7. Just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, which likewise indulged in homosexuality and pursued unnatural desire, serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. So Sodom and Gomorrah were two cities that were practicing sexually immoral things and homosexuality. And God said, he told this family, and I think you, I think it, the story is in Genesis mm, Chapter Nineteen. He told this husband and wife, and I think their two daughters that he was going to burn these cities because they had become so sinful, things couldn't be turned around. He was going to burn them down, so he says, "Take your family, leave your things here, and leave, and do not look back i I don't remember if he said there was a consequence, but he said, "Don't look back." Well, the wife of the husband that was going. Knowing that all her life, her friends, everything was being burned down behind her, she turned around to look. And she was turned into a pillar of salt. So this Bible verse is saying, just like Sodom and Gomorrah, people who practice these things are an example of those that will undergo a punishment of eternal fire. Now, I do have to make something clear, because whenever you're reading Bible verses like these about certain groups, Sinning, you have to make it clear that you are a sinner too, right? I'm a sinner too. I'm just as much of a sinner as anybody else. I'm not more I'm not less sinful because I'm a Christian. I'm still just as sinful. But as a Christian, we are to repent of our sins and God will forgive us. It's very simple. So if I repent of my sins, God will forgive me. And just as for these people, identifying with these groups and these things that the Bible says are immoral and wrong, if you ask for forgiveness and you do not continue to do these things, for which you can stop yourself from doing, you will be forgiven. And that's pretty much all I have to say. And last but not least, I also want to point out how this story and everything that I've said is a great example of how the left says they're so tolerant and that they love everyone and they care about everyone. But they're not, they're really not tolerant because that person was not tolerant when they found out I disagree with them. And that's how it always goes. If you've been called racist or homophobic, you're obviously not alone because the left is only tolerant if you agree with them, which is easy to say. You can be tolerant with people you agree with them. Why wouldn't you? But right as someone disagrees with you, right as you disagree with the left, man you're gonna have a lot of stories to tell and that's my story so I hope you can take something away from this and I hope those bible verses are good to hear because it's always a good reminder to read through some of those things that the bible says are sinful that we do and that's all I have to say thank you for listening